Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Monday the 7th of August and things do start to kick off into gear today with earnings falling thick and fast. CPU and uh, DXC and Symbio and Meta Group as well out today. So we do see a few more drop but of course Thursday and Friday will be the big days. Although tomorrow we do get to the likes of Aussie Broadband. All right, well, let's uh, kick things off. And uh, as always, this is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. Scores on the doors as usual to start things off for the morning. The Dow Jones closing down 150 points or 0.4 of a percent at 35,066, just closing above that 35,000 level. It had a high of 291 up and a low of 182 down. We are seeing volatility creep back in to the US market and uh, none more so than the VIX volatility index, which was up another 8.9% on Friday. So we are seeing a little bit of that complacency being shrugged off in the US on the back of, uh, I guess, some of those issues that Fitch raised last week, and also some of the economic news coming out as well. Uh, The Nasdaq down 50 points, or 0.36%, at uh, 13,909, so below 14,000. The S&P 500, below 4,500, 44,78, down 0.53%, worse than the Dow or the Nasdaq, so uh, no middle for diddle for the US S&P on Friday. Uh, ASX by futures down 11 points or 0.15%. We had a pretty wishy-washy kind of day on Friday, although we did have a bit of a late surge that took us higher, up 14 points or 0.2 of a percent, 73.25, but 11 points knocked off on SPY futures. That, of course, is Saturday morning. They don't trade any over the weekend. Uh, Banks were pretty flat on Friday. Resources were better. So uh, that is of interest. We also saw a European market slightly firmer on Friday after a bit of a drubbing the day before. Stock 600 up 0.3, FTSE up 0.5, Germany up 0.4, France up 0.8 of a percent. Looking at uh, US 10 years, uh, 4.04 unchanged there, two years 4.768. And Aussie 10 years, pretty much bang in line with the US 10 years at the moment, 4.057. Bitcoin fell 0.8 of a percent, and the US dollar index pretty much unchanged. The Aussie dollar at 65.70. Looking at US dollar stocks or US stocks overseas, and NVIDIA up 0.4. AMD up 2.4. Netflix up 0.1. Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, down 0.8. Tesla down 2.1. Amazon had a really good result. Uh, at least the market thought so, up 8.3%. Alphabetty Spaghetti down 0.2%. Microsoft up 0.3%. Apple was not the apple of anyone's eye last week after their results did disappoint a little bit. 4.8% easier. And uh, US banks a little bit mixed, but mainly to the downside. JP Morgan down 02 Bank of America down 04 Wells Fargo down 07 Goldman's unchanged. And we did see CBA overseas down 0.3. ResMed took a big, big tumble 
over in the uh, US market, down 18.5%. So that follows on from the big fall that we saw on Friday for ResMed and just this morning in Henry's takedown, uh, having a look at ResMed as well. Looking at the mining stocks, uh, we had uh, BHP up 0.1 of a percent in ADR terms. Rio pretty much unchanged. Glencore up 0.2. Freeport McMoran down 1.3. Vale unchanged. Anglo 0.3% down. Arbamal up 0.4. Sigma Lithium up 0.9. Livent up 2.2%. And we did see a little bit of interest in some of the oil and gas stocks. Shell up 2.1% and Exxon up 0.3%. Turning to commodities now, we had Brent crude up 1%, 85 cents to 86.02. The WTI price up 1.47%, $1.20, 82.72. And the gold price up 8 bucks, nothing really, 0.4 of a percent. Platinum up 0.9 though, going well. Copper. On the LME, down half a percent. Nickel down 1.5%. Aluminium up 0.3%. Zinc up 0.3%. Lead down 0.7%. Tonne down 1.3%. Iron ore slightly firmer, uh, 0.9% better there for iron ore. So a little bit of interest in some of those commodity stocks. Turning to the US market in a little more detail, we do have uh, futures at the moment on the US market slightly firmer. Uh, We've got the Dow Jones futures up around 43 points and NASDAQ futures up slightly as well. We do have some corporate earnings on Monday from Lucid, Palantir, Beyond Meat and Paramount. Uh, So that is the latest spate of numbers. Of the 84% of companies in the S&P that have posted their quarterly results, about four-fifths or 80% have exceeded Wall Street forecasts, but let's face it, Wall Street forecasts were not particularly optimistic, to say the least. In terms of the action that we saw on Friday from the US, well, it was all about those jobs numbers, and uh, we did get a better than expected number there. The number we were going for was 200,000 in terms of non-farm payrolls increasing. It was 187,000 last month. So a little bit on the soft side, uh, which may give the Fed some heart that the measures are working. But the unemployment rate did actually drop to 3.5%, one of the lowest in decades. So that is interesting that we're seeing the uh, rate drop, but the number of jobs created also slightly below estimates. Average hourly earnings were up 0.4% from June, 4.4% from a year earlier. Again, both those numbers were stronger than forecast and the overall participation rate held steady at 62.6% in July. So uh, that is of interest there uh, in terms of what we're expecting from the US Fed. Uh, It does look continuing to be a bit of a mixed picture to say the least for the US markets, hence the sell-off I guess on Friday. In terms of what's happening in our market today, well, Dexas Retail REIT has delivered on guidance, reported a statutory net loss after tax of $8.4 million for the year, impacted by $41.3 million worth of asset devaluations. Turning to Harry Kane, Estia Health has entered into a scheme implementation agreement with Bain Capital, under which Bain has agreed to acquire Estia for $3.20 a share. So uh, that is going to be obviously uh, part of it today. 
Stock did close at $2.90 on Friday for those that are interested in Estia Health. In other news out this morning, GUD Holdings has signed a sale and purchase agreement with Waterco to divest Davy Water Products for a total enterprise value of $64.9 million. JP Morgan has scrapped its US recession call. And we are going to see today as well, uh, let's have a look at some of the broker upgrades and downgrades that we've got coming through. City Chic has been upgraded to a buy from a hold at Bell Potter. Target increase now to 70 cents from 42 cents. Uh, we've also got news out this morning from Invictus Energy has reported preliminary field processing of the Kabora Bassa seismic survey showing structural closure at multiple target intervals. So that's potentially some good news there. GQG Partners has reported 31 July FUM, that's funds under management, not the girls just want to have fun. 108.1 billion. A month ago it was 104.1 billion. So a net inflows of around 6 billion. Uh, they also had redemptions of around 0.8 of a billion from a UK pension fund. Dreadnought Resources out this morning completes first pass drilling at Yin Ironstone Complex, resource on track for August 2023 uh, there. And in other news this morning, Mesoblast has been downgraded to a hold from a buy at Maxim Group, whoever Maxim Group is, uh, but now it is a hold, having fallen 50-odd percent on Friday. And that is about it today, so... Thanks very much for listening, and as always, may the trading gods be with you. Go the Matildas, go England. It's going to test my loyalties if England win and the Matildas win. It is possible that England could meet the Matildas in the semi-final. We shall see. But thanks very much for listening. Have a great day, and we will talk to you again this afternoon or at the members' exclusive podcast at around 12 o'clock. <laughs>